Welcome back to the Darwinian Times Survival of the Nimblest, a podcast by Ularity. I'm Mary Hanula, the Director of Marketing, and I'm so happy you're here. This podcast is the intersection of marketing and tech, bringing you exclusive insights and conversations with some of the world's most revolutionary leaders. We talk all things automation, innovation, and even lifestyle. We're big on balancing brilliance and also being authentic. I'm guessing if you're here, then you're probably on the same wavelength too. So sit back, relax, and get inspired. Talk soon. Well, hello and welcome to today's podcast. We are joined today by John Kimbrough Taylor, who's the Executive Director of Marketing and Digital Strategy at First Light Home Care, a franchise concept in the home healthcare space with about 200 franchisees. So Kimbrough, welcome to the podcast. Thank you guys for having me. Excited to chat with you. Absolutely. As, as Before we kind of really kick things off here, you mind just taking a minute and just sharing a little bit of detail on your background? I know you have a lot of agency experience, also just in the franchise space over the last five or six years. Sure. So uh, I started my career, as you mentioned, in the agency space, which I think is is a great place for any marketer to start because you're going to get exposed to a lot of different things, a lot of different you know, brands, tactics, strategies. It's really just a great place to kind of uh, hone your skill set, but also figure out what kind of motivates you and where you where you want to go with your career. So I spent about five, six, seven years in the agency space, and then got the call to go join uh, ServiceMaster. So I'm originally from Memphis, Tennessee. ServiceMaster's headquarters were in Memphis at the time. And for me, who had been at agencies for so long, you know, it was a great opportunity to kind of continue to do what I loved on the agency side, which is work with a number of different brands. So I got to join ServiceMaster and lead digital marketing for all five of those brands at the time. And so uh, it was a great transition into the franchise world, which I was new to, and then fell in love with, you know, the idea of working with franchisees, um, working with a bunch of different small businesses. Really, every day is different. And uh, that's really kind of what I got to learn from ServiceMaster. And through there, met uh, Glee McAnally, our CEO here at First Light, who, after a few years at ServiceMaster, brought me over here to First Light, where I am today. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I was just going to ask you that, you know, now that you've made the transition from Service Master over to First Light, what really drew you to First Light? Maybe just talk about you know, a little bit about what First Light's all about, its sure. mission, and, and some of the core values that that your team lives by today. Sure. So I, I think the thing that I love the most about First Light is our, our mission statement is we exist to help people have their best day every day. And, you know, typically when folks see that, they think, oh, that's our caregivers, um, you know, providing care to a client, you know, whether that be a senior or an adult with a disability. Um, but it really, it permeates the entire organization. So I look at it as my job as a leader of a marketing team is to help my franchise, you know, supporting marketing team members have their best day every day. And how do I best support them? And how do I best support our franchisees to then go help their caregivers have their best day every day? So then their caregivers can go give their clients their best day. And what the best day looks like is going to be dramatically different every single day. So some days the best day is, uh, you know, I think one of the things that uh, I've loved to see recently is we just got our caregiver of the year uh, videos back and it's a bunch of interviews of him with his clients and, uh, 
there's one of his clients that gets on and, uh, you know, he says, um, you know, this guy, and he's got a, a little bit of a pause, says makes the best grilled cheese sandwich. And you think he's going to say something really awesome and insightful, which is, it is awesome, but it's just not what you expect. And for him, the best day that day was just getting to have a grilled cheese with his buddy. And that's how he looks at it. And so it's just, that really drew me to first light because that is the approach that everybody in the organization takes. And I like to say that we at the corporate side of things, my job and my team is to be franchisee first. My job is to think about how can we best support our franchisees? How can we, from a marketing standpoint, make things easier for them? Because they've got a million things on their plate. Because if we're franchisee first, then our franchisees can take some of the things that they're worried about off their plate and they can focus on being team member first and they can take care of their caregivers, their office staff and be really focused on creating a great environment for them. And then when the caregivers and the office staff feel supported and, you know, by their franchisee, then they are enabled to go be client first and just really do the best work every day for their clients. And so that mission of helping people have their best day every day just really permeates everything that we do. And I think it's really cool to come to work every day and really get to see the impact that we're having on people's lives. And that's something that's really special. Yeah, that is, that is awesome. I'm going to turn over to Mary here in a second, ask you a couple of questions, but one more before I do just, yeah, I know, right. I mean, trying to serve 200 franchisees, there's a lot going on. Just talk for a minute about what the the marketing structure, what your team looks like there at First Light and, you know, sure. kind of the roles in that of, of your team. Sure. So, uh, you know, to your point, you know, it's 200 locations is, uh, you know, they're all different all over the country needs, you know, what they're working on, what even their focus is, uh, you know, as a as an organization, they may be focused on a completely different sector than the franchise right next to them. So we have to be really nimble. And I think what I've got is I've got a cast of characters that work for me that are all just, I mean, amazing, but are so knowledgeable, uh, you know, at their individual, you know, piece of the business that they're focused on. So I've got uh, a brand director who is really focused on what is our brand? How do we bring our brand to life? You know, she's, I call her the keeper of the brand. She is the one that she catches, you know, if, if a color is off here or a font's wrong, she is the one that helps with all the the creative, the collateral, all the pieces, the things that our franchisees are using, you know, to bring things to life. And then I've got a, a social media PR and content lead who her job, I look at it as, is the voice of the brand. How do we talk about the brand? How do we help our franchisees, you know, speak consistently, make sure that um, you know, our social media is telling the stories that we want to tell, our website tells the stories we want to tell. And then we have a new member of the team who is kind of right now just getting in the weeds of, you know, brand guidelines, looking at how we operate, the way that we do things. Um, but all three of them have that expertise in different areas, but we all can kind of be, you know, flex players to where they all have a good bit of knowledge and everything. So digital marketing, uh, you know, social, print media, collateral, PR, everybody brings a little bit of something. And so what we have got set up is our franchisees can reach out to a, an inbox that goes to everybody on our team so that we can be really fast in getting back to them. Because we know that sometimes, you know, like we mentioned, they've got a million things going on in, uh, in their business every day. And sometimes things just pop up and they need support quickly. And so that's the best way to do that. And so I think that structuring my team that way, having everybody kind of be in a place where they can help a franchisee, no matter what they've got going on in the marketing space um, is really valuable, both for, for us as a team, but it's valuable for our franchisees. You're not, you know, 
bombarding one digital marketing person waiting on you know him to him or her to answer 20 different franchisee questions in a day. So let's us be more nimble and get back to our franchisees quickly. But we've also brought in a lot of tools and resources, um, you know, to make marketing simpler for our franchisees. We don't need them to be marketing experts, but we want to make sure they've got the information in their hands as well. Um, which is why we use a platform like Ularity, you know, while we're talking here, it's really great to just give them something that they can you know, quickly get kind of the pulse on their marketing, uh, see where they are, see what they're spending, but they don't have to be a marketing expert to do it. So that's my long-winded answer for the team structure. But uh, it's, uh, again, we've been, I've been here for about 15 months and we've really worked hard on kind of building out the right support structure for our franchisees based on where we are as an organization. Great. I love that. I love what you said about, especially just highlighting your team members and how it really takes every single person working hard and bringing their skills to the table to have it be beneficial for just the franchisees and make the whole thing run smoothly. And the industry that you guys are in, I have the utmost admiration for and just how you connect with your caregivers from a franchisee basis and making sure they have the marketing strategies that they need, I think is awesome. And Really glad you Larity can help in any way with that. It's been great. Uh, again, I think the even beyond Ularity with other partners that we've got, it's all about um, you know just making marketing as simple as possible for our franchisees. Taking these, you know, we've got the experts on our side and our partners. You don't have to go be an expert at SEO or SEM or you know on how to run a paid social campaign or all of those things. So we really like to you know take some things off their plate and focus on the big picture. Like what's our strategy? Not how are we going to go execute? We want to you know, drive towards, you know, key goals and keep that in mind, not drive towards certain tactics. And that's, that's been really, you know, beneficial as we shift up the, the focus of the organization to really be goal centric, not tactic centric. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I, I had the privilege of attending your last convention there in September in Cincinnati and sat in on your marketing session. And I thought, you know, uh, you really did a masterful job of just articulating all the aspects of digital marketing, but just making it simple, right? From GMB, why that's important, the ratings and reviews, local SEO. You talked a lot about the website, but I just remember at the end of that session, several franchise they were very excited to raising their hand. They said it's the first time that someone has just really kind of put it in simple terms, you know, and, and it's really important from a corporate marketing team that you've kind of got that buy-in and trust from franchisees. So they invest and they, they, they believe in, in the direction that corporate was taking. So that, that was my big takeaway. And I, I know I shared that with you after the convention. That's right. I think it's really important to get, you know, our franchisees focused on rather than the what they're doing, the why they're doing it. So why are we, you know, talking about GMB and reviews? Now, why is this important? Why are we talking about, you know, SEO and things? You don't have to go understand what it is to, to an intimate level of detail, but understanding the why behind it and how all those different pieces fit together to create a great holistic strategy. I think that's been our, our real focus is, you know, let's get out of the tactical and get into the, like I said before, the goals. What are we trying to do here? Yep. No, I love all that. I think you're you're hitting the mark correctly. And speaking of marketing, what are the current trends in the marketplace that you find are affecting home healthcare businesses? Sure. Well, uh, the number one you know, trend that it has been 
you know, this way for several years since the pandemic started and it's continued is caregiver recruitment. Um, so there are, I believe we were looking at a study the other day, I think there's 10,000 people that turn 65 every single day and the vast majority are choosing to age in place rather than going into a facility or a home. They want to stay uh, oftentimes not even in the house that they were in, but they'll downsize and buy another smaller house, you know, closer to family, things like that. Um, so there's no shortage of clients out there and there's no shortage of you know, desire to want to stay in your own home. But there's certainly, you know, the challenges with getting caregivers in. And so what we are really focused on there is, you know, with with caregiver recruitment, talking about what makes us unique. And, and you know, we've got a franchisee said this to me the other day. Um, you know, a lot of folks will think that you know you need some sort of a degree or background to be a caregiver. And she's like, you know, I can teach the skills. I can't teach the heart. And so what we've got is you're we really are focusing on you know folks that are motivated to truly make a difference. And we can teach them the skills. You can learn how to be a caregiver, um, but you can't teach somebody that empathy and that heart and that desire to serve others. Um, so we're really focused on that. Um, because with, you know, the way the industry is going is, you know, we're not just competing with other home care agencies. We're competing with another, you know, completely different vertical in some cases. You know, you're competing with uh, all manner of, of jobs that somebody could go get. And so really spotlighting the emotional benefit and payoff of really providing life-changing support to someone. And you can see it on our website. Um, I think if you look at it, we've, we've done a great job of spotlighting our caregivers and what they do, but there's some great videos of some of our caregivers of the year. And you can truly see not just what they do, but you get to see interviews with their clients and hear about, you know, the difference that they've made in those folks' lives. So, you know, that, that big challenge of caregiver, you know, recruiting and retention is not going to go away. And so that's one of the biggest things as an organization we're focused on is, you know, trying to help our franchisees attract and retain great caregivers, um, because then uh, they're able to you know, effectively serve as many clients as possible. Because what we don't want to be is in a situation where we've got to you know, tell a client we can't help you because we don't have the staff to do it. And so that's been the biggest focus, I think, as, as an organization uh, or one of the biggest focuses for us for quite some time. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, that's a big it's really important to recruit those. And then from a, you know, client consumer, making sure it's the right person, right? They represent your brand and they're coming in home to take care of your loved one, right? Your right. spouse or your parent most of the time. That's right. And uh, it's, it's really a big decision. So bringing that all together is, is a challenge. Absolutely. And when you look at, we do a, we do a good job of doing regular research here on, uh, on the space and, uh, you know, when you look at consumers, you know, obviously one of the biggest motivating factors for getting home care is price. Um, that's, everybody's going to be sensitive to that. You know, there is a cost associated, but not even, you know, a couple percentage points behind it is trust. Um, so to your point, it's often, you know, we're we're not usually marketing directly to when we're talking about consumers to the end client. In most cases, we're talking to, you know, for me, you're, you're talking to me about my mother. Or, or my father or something. And so, um, you know, oftentimes that's someone who's not even in the same city as their parent. And it's really important that they feel, uh, you know, like they're part of the journey um, and that whoever they're trusting to go into mom and dad's home is somebody that they can really rely on to be there consistently to take care of mom or dad. And that's why our franchisees, I think, do such a great job of not just assigning a caregiver, just, oh, here's the caregiver. They do a great job of trying to match up clients with caregivers. 
um, and knowing who their caregivers are intimately so they can intake a new client and say, you know what, you know, so-and-so is perfect for this person. They're gonna, they've got similar interests. They've got things they'll get along with. And I think that's what's so crucial. Um, and as you know, a, a caregiver you know, looking for, for work, knowing that you're going to get matched up with somebody that's going to be a great fit to you. And again, we strive to create those relationships where we become like family for these folks. And again, the great thing about my role is I get to hear these stories all the time of constant. And there's, there's no lack of content for me because it just creates itself because of how amazing our franchisees and their caregivers are just doing what they do every day. The, the content writes itself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Extremely, extremely rewarding. Mm-hmm. Um, I, go ahead, Mary. Oh, sorry. I, I was going to say I've, I've been involved intimately with the process of finding mm-hmm. hope and care for a loved one. And one of the first things that you can get your hands on while in the search is the brand's website. And right. the fact the videos you guys have on there, I was watching, they're phenomenal. It's so informative. And I, I know that's kind of leading into Troy's next question, I think, but Really job well done on the website. Well, we have a great partner who uh, I want to make sure I spotlight them, Zebra Studios. Uh, They really helped us bring uh, a vision that we had to life, but also were key partners in developing that vision. And so I think when you think of our website, you look at this industry and we call it the sea of sameness. There's a lot of people saying the same things, the same ways, and they even the ads kind of look the same. A lot of the companies look the same. And so what we wanted to do is we wanted to show, not tell. The tell part is important. We want to make sure we're telling search engines the right things. And we want people that are wanting to do that deep research right way. But when you get on a website and you know, you're know you starting this journey of looking for care for a loved one, and you're seeing things like personal care versus companion care versus respite care, these are industry terms. You have no idea what that means. And so our focus was really on, let's show people what it looks like to have a caregiver. So if you look at the bottom of our service pages, I think Zebra Studios helps us do a great job with this. We put together these vignettes that show you kind of what caregiving is. And there's one of my favorite ones. It's an elderly woman sitting on her her couch smiling, and there's these four little hot spots around it. And you click on each one and it says, hey, we uh, took her to her hair salon appointment. We made sure her nails were, uh, were polished and she got her nails done. Um, those are the things that we did, but what does that do for her is she looks and feels her best to go to lunch with her friends. That's what we're doing is we're helping these folks create and these experiences maintain, uh, you know, their life in their own home for as long as possible. And we wanted to bring that to life on the website in a way where we're not just putting here's six paragraphs of content for you to go read. How can you quickly, you know, understand what these things are when you're you know, doing something as overwhelming as thinking about you know, having someone come into your home? And so what we want to do with the site is we want to give people two to three quick tidbits of information so that they feel comfortable making that phone call. The number one thing that our franchisees say is all the t- a lot of the time when I get on the phone with someone, they have no idea what they're looking for. And they're embarrassed in some cases that they don't know. And they shouldn't know because you know that, that's what we're here for. So we want to give them a couple pieces of information so that they feel confident making that phone call, like they're not starting from zero. They've got, here's what I think I've got going on. What do you think? And you know, starting that conversation that way, it's so much more of an easy you know, phone call than hi, I'm embarrassed. I I don't know if I even understand what you guys do, but I think I need help. Can you help me? Um, So giving folks that visit our website that, you know, baseline, I think is really important. And I think the site has done a great job of that. And then we're in an industry where, uh, 
you know, ADA is really important. American Disabilities Act, that's something that not most folks take into account with their websites. That was a huge focus for us, is making sure our website is super accessible to anybody that may be visiting when you think about what we do. It's not only important for SEO and, and for Google and all that, which that's where my brain goes, but it's also important when you think about our client base and who's going to be potentially visiting this website. So again, I can't shout out our partners at Zebra Studios enough for helping us bring that site to life. We're really happy with it. And what makes me you know, the happiest at the end of the day is I actually had a franchisee tell me the other day, just random email out of the blue, um, she said, hey, thought I'd share this with you because I knew how much work went into the website. They had a client that reached out to them and they looked at 10 different home care companies. And we were the first one they called because of the how impressed they were with our website and how comfortable it made them feel. And I wish I was making that up, but that is like the perfect awesome. for exactly what we wanted to happen. And so, you know, we're only in, on phase one. We're planning to continue to grow this site, do more with it. But just to know that folks are already reaching out to our franchisees because our website makes them feel comfortable and conveys that trust that they can have in us is just really powerful. Yeah. And Kimbro, you, you launched this website basically around September, October, right? Kind of yeah. beginning Q4. So uh, that that's just to continue on the website. So when you look at it from a client perspective, right, it's, it's the, the, the senior spouse or more likely the adult child out there doing the research, this and that you've also got care, caregiver recruitment aspect to the site. That's and right. thirdly, which maybe you can touch on is even the franchise development, right? Candidate right. prospecting for candidates to open up that 201st location. So just kind of with that background, maybe just touch on each of those. And then what have you seen in terms of traffic gain and just the overall response? I know you provided the, you know, the comment from one of the franchisees, which is awesome, but in terms of real traffic and, and progress you're seeing with the site, because I do believe it's a significant upgrade of, of uh, where you were before, but maybe just share some details. Sure. So, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. There are three key audiences that we're trying to talk to through that website. I think our, our old site, um, which if anybody out there is familiar with this site, there's a site called the Wayback Machine. Uh, I encourage you to go look at the, the old website on the <laughs> Wayback Machine. Um, it will... Uh, it will tell you how far we've come as an organization. I'm really proud of it. But, uh, you know, our, our biggest goal with this new website was to make sure we're talking to all three of those audiences. I think before we were super client focused, we've added a lot more. If you go through the site today, uh, information for caregivers, calls to action for caregivers to take the next step to learn more. Um, but then you even see in the top nav, we, we don't want to um, get too far away from FranDev because we want to continue to, to grow our footprint because what growing our footprint means is we can help more people. And we want to find the right owners in the right markets, of course. But uh, we've got a separate site set up for Frandev, and you can you know you can get to that easily through our current site um, in the top right hand. You can go to our franchise development website, learn more about the brand, um, what being a part of the brand looks like. There's a lot of great interviews with some franchisees on there about what First Light means to them. So yeah, we we again have really shifted the focus of our website to I'd say before it's probably about 95% focused on client acquisition. That's still super important, but we also want to make sure that we're focused and talking more on those caregivers. And so what we've seen out of that uh, is we've seen a good uptick in traffic. We've seen some great stuff on the SEO side as far as rankings go. I think the thing that made me the most proud is I think we got the most we could out of that old website, which it had some challenges, but towards the end of that, our average uh, rank from an organic standpoint for the keyword, just home care, just generic home care, no brand associated to it was we're averaging third across the country. 
um, with it where, uh, and I've have met with our board and they said, I don't think that's ever happened before. Um, so we really got ourselves to as good of a spot as we could with that old site that really, I think has propelled us into, you know, the success that we've seen both from a traffic and a, uh, you know, quality of traffic standpoint on the new site. And that's been really great to see. Um, and something that I know my team is really proud of, um, cause we are, you know, putting a product out there for our franchisees that they can use as a platform to continue to grow their business. And that's super important for us. And, uh, you know, the, the customization capabilities that they have on their own microsites to tell their own story, that was another big piece of it. And we've seen that help a good bit with local SEO ranking. So, you know, those geographic specific searches, we've seen some good uptick there. Yeah, that's awesome. And if you go back talking about marketing challenges or even kind of the, the customer journey and putting caregiver recruitment on the side, what else are, are you seeing? What's, what's working well for first slide is, is, and I know with the customer journey, you know, you've kind of got some of those impulse situations mm -hmm. where, you know, a senior, somebody, you know, has a, has to be hospitalized or something and then is getting out in a week and, and needs mm -hmm. some immediate care. Then there's also the longer journey, right? I know my wife's mom sure. had early onset dementia and it's like okay we know we've got some time but we've got to make this decision over six months or a year but it's sure. a different kind of buying journey so and, and so with that just kind of tactics and things that 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 you're comfortable sharing sure so networking is a huge thing for a lot of our franchisees you know to your point you know getting out of a hospital in a week and needing to figure out what you're going to do you know you got that's a quick decision to make that's a very big decision and so networking for our franchisees is huge getting them you know into those facilities, meeting with folks, but, you know, networking, I think so many people look at it as, you know, just you know, solicitation, you know, you know, there's, there's no solicitation signs on all these doors. Now our, our focus on, on networking is really about adding value back to those businesses that potentially are going to refer business uh, to us. So it's about creating a, a kind of symbiotic relationship where we're helping them, they're helping us. I think that's, what's the most important. And uh, I mean, we say it to, you know, a lot of folks aren't naturally, you know, sales inclined. And so getting somebody in your organization that can be that sales and networking focused person is important. But you know, I think one of my favorite things that I do is, you know, when we you you were at conference, I, you know, I said it to some of our franchisees there. It's like, you know, show of hands who here, you know, believes in the room that what you do is really valuable. Every hand goes up. Absolutely. Don't be afraid to tell people about that. Don't be afraid to share that. You know, this industry, um, again, we do a, a good bit of, uh, of research. Uh, you know, there's not much awareness overall of the home care industry, the non-medical home care space. So many people don't realize that this exists and it's our job to make sure we get out there and tell them that. So when you talk about tactics, again, networking is a huge thing for our franchisees to do boots on the ground. But you know, our focus at the, the national level really this year, we're really trying to make sure that we're, we're looking at the full funnel. You know, if we do a great job in PPC and SEO and things where people are kind of raising their hand a little bit and they're searching for us or for our industry, there's only a finite number of people that are there. And to what I mentioned before, so many people aren't even aware of this space. And so we really at the national level are kind of focused this year and next on really filling that funnel more, getting more people on the top of the funnel and raising more awareness, not just of First Light, but of the category. Um, I think that's super important. There's a ancestry.com, you know, their focus is on not just awareness of ancestry of the genealogy market, because they know when somebody gets in there and they're aware that you can go do this, then they're probably going to find you eventually. 
but they wouldn't if they're not aware that that exists. So Ancestry's whole marketing focus is on category awareness. Now, ours is not 100% category awareness, but there is a good bit of our you know plan this year that is around kind of how do we educate people on just what home care is. Um, not just, you know, trying to drive leads for first light, which we of course want to do. We want people to be aware that this space exists because we're confident that once they're aware that it exists, they'll find us through those bottom of the funnel strategies that we've employed. Our research has shown that when people are aware of us, they're really happy with us. It's just getting them, you know, more aware that first light exists in the first place. So that's our big focus as an organization is really from top down, making sure we're building a cohesive marketing plan that takes into account what we're doing at the national level and then also what a franchisee needs to be doing at the local level and how those two things can play together where we can focus on the full funnel as an organization, not as a franchisor and franchisee separate marketing plan. Yeah, yeah, that that that's great. And I just jotted down, you know, when I look at the competitive landscape, if you you talk, there's there's others in the space, right? There's other franchise brands out there. But you also look at, you know, when you're in this situation as a, a client, you want to try to keep your person in home as long as possible, right? But then this seems like the first two things that come to mind for a lot of people is, well, is nursing home next on our list or is an assisted living facility, something like that, right? And as you're saying, continue to break in to educate on what home health care is all about and can help bridge that gap. Sure. And, and what you find is a, a lot of our caregivers will continue when someone goes into a facility, they'll continue being their caregiver and they'll go into those facilities. Okay. As well. So it's not even just at home. It's It can be a full journey with First Light. Uh, a number of our, our franchisees do work in the hospice space too. Now, they're, we're not a hospice provider, but we work as a part of that team with the hospice provider. Um, so it, you know your journey with First Light does not necessarily end if you're in a situation where you've got to leave your home. And I think that's really powerful. And that, again, speaks to the relationships um, that we build with our clients is, you know, it's a it's not a transactional thing that ends at a certain point. You know, it, it can continue for a long time. And we've, uh, you know, again, it gets you somewhat emotional thinking about it. But we've had a number of stories where you know, our our caregiver of the year a few years ago, there's a woman in the video with her. That was her client for a really long time. That woman passed away about six months ago. And that caregiver was her caregiver for, I think, like 10 years and was with her at the end as well, was there in the room with her because she wanted her there. So I think, you know, that that journey of somebody going into a facility doesn't necessarily mean our relationship with you stops. And I think that's really powerful because it speaks again to to those relationships that we build. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll leave you here with one last question here as we kind of, we just turned the page on 2023 here. What's on the horizon for First Light this year and, you know, maybe over the next 24 months? Sure. So really right now, we are in a, a great space where um, we're having a, an increased focus on franchise development, bringing in more uh, you know, like-minded franchisees who want to serve, who have that, you know, that drive to own their own business, but own a business that they really feel like makes a difference in folks' lives. And so franchise development is a big part of our roadmap. But from a marketing sp uh, standpoint, just getting uh, you know more sophisticated with what we're doing as a marketing organization, uh, I think... The, the thing that I've said is I've been here 15 months, you know, 
there is that old saying of, you know, you can't fly the airplane before you build it. We were working on runway and airport and infrastructure last year. We weren't even working on the airplane yet or the rocket or whatever that analogy is. <laughs> so this year, it's about starting to work on that airplane a little bit about, you know, getting some of those next level things as we've gotten something like the website done. Uh, we just finished up some more brand research. You know, we're kind of arming ourselves with the the knowledge and the infrastructure to start taking some next steps as an organization, which I'm really excited about. And, uh, you know, for me personally, this year is I've got two little boys at home. So I'm trying to, to, uh, to keep what's left of my hair on my head and, uh, you know, be a dad, but also, you know, be, uh, be a husband, be a, be a leader in this organization, um, you know, support our franchisees. I think that's what gets me up every day. You know, it sounds cliche, but it's true. My last role at Service Master was uh, focused on strategic initiatives and local marketing because I love working with franchisees. I love spending time with them. I've got a number of franchisees that have one-on-ones with me where, you know, in most organizations, you don't have a one-on-one with the CMO. Um, and so I'm, I'm really passionate about that. So that's what we're trying to continue this year is how do we grow that at scale and give our franchisees, you know, uh, the attention and the one-on-one conversations that they need, but how do we cut a lot of those off so that when we spend time on a one-on-one, we're talking, you know, next step, bigger things, not tactical. What is this? Who are the partners? What, what should I be focused on? So if we can do a good job of that, then I think we can really, you know, we're, we're poised for so much growth in this space. I mentioned earlier, uh, 10,000 people turn 65 every day and everybody wants to stay in their own home. I know I sure do. You know, I, I would much rather be in in my house and that's the, the trend that's going to continue and it's only going to get bigger. And so how do we help our franchisees get that story out there? That's, that's where we are. Absolutely. Keeping some hair on my head while we do it. <laughs> All right. Well, Hey, you know, you're hanging in there. <laughs> Try well, my best. You're doing well. You're doing well. Well, Kimbrough, uh, we truly appreciate your time. We truly appreciate uh, your business partnership with Ularity, and we wish you and First Light continued success in 2023 and beyond. Well, thank you, guys. We are looking forward to uh, to continuing to to grow this brand and to uh, to help more folks. That's what it's all about. So I appreciate you letting me chat a little bit about it today and what we're doing um, as an organization. Thank you. Thanks. Right. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You already know I'd love to talk shop about what insights were your favorite. For those of you that don't know us yet, Ularity is the world's most efficient local marketing platform. Using machine learning and automation, our state-of-the-art technology simplifies the complex world of developing and executing digital marketing programs, all for a flat and transparent fee. Our technology-based SaaS, Software as a Service, model is a fraction of the cost of traditional vendors. Check us out at eulerity.com, E-U-L-E-R-I-T-Y.com. And keep an eye out for our next episode of the Darwinian Times Survival of the Nimblest. Stay safe, stay happy, talk soon.